Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Superview Show's Mixed Bag coming to you live. Once again, from many different caves tonight, well, I'm joined by my good man, Bill Murphy. What's going on, folks? How are we doing on this unseasonably warm day? In April, it's okay. In April. Climate <laughs> change, people. Yes, it's- and we're... Yeah, literally. And we, hey, this isn't, we don't talk controversial stuff here. No, unless needed. Unless, unless needed. Unless we um, have to. Yes. And, but as you may or may not know already, we're, I, I, Bill and I are joined by Allie. She's back once again. Hopefully, you know, she's excited to hear her. And John and Jess is joining us once again as well. How are you guys doing tonight? We're good. Doing well. Awesome. So we are. I got to change the locks next time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna go. I was joking. That was a joke. That was a joke. That was a joke. Um, so basically, so as the title of this video or podcast, however you're enjoying us tonight, the title of this show tonight is called "Celebrating 100 Years of Disney." Um, Disney as a company has turned 100 years old. It's old. It's an old company. People it's forget old as the hills. It's as old as the hills, exactly. Well, the but, hills are probably older, so. The hills are probably older. But Guys, uh, what do you think is older, Disney or the hills? I have no idea. Yeah, probably the hills. The um, hills are probably older. But, but in all seriousness, though, we we, we we were wondering what we were going to talk about tonight. And we're, we said, you know, let's, br- let's break out the vault a little bit. Let's talk about celebrating 100 years of one of the greatest companies that America has ever really established, truthfully, which is Disney. So tonight we're going to be breaking out all the stuff that Disney has bought, like Marvel, like Lucasfilm, like Pixar, like Fox, which has, you know, Avatar and whatnot too. And uh, we're also going to be talking, and, uh, you know, and tons of other things as well. But, uh, and we're also going to be talking about the Disney Cruise Lines, Disney World, Disney Parks, Disney Films, anything Disney related. We're talking about it tonight. And uh, hopefully you enjoy it. So, Allie, why don't you get us going? What, what's something that you want to bring up first about Disney? I say we start from the beginning. How the heck did this all happen? In the words of Walt Disney himself, it all started with a mouse. Well, technically a rabbit. Okay. It started with our good friend Oswald. Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. Which I wish he was more out there, but I think they started getting him more out there in, like, Kingdom Hearts and stuff i mean really you've never seen disney become this famous until the mouse came in 1928 which 95 years of mickey and minnie whoo hard to believe truthfully i know i think disney also started with like the first sound cartoons as well i think I think you're right, actually. If I'm not mistaken. Steamboat Willie. Oh, yeah, the Steamboat Willie. I Willy. remember Steamboat Willie. It's a classic and it'll always be probably one of the best cartoons. Well, wasn't, wasn't Steamboat Willie changed into Mickey Mouse? That's what I, I heard that Steamboat Willie was because he was a mouse that Mickey, that they renamed him to be Mickey. Yes, but that was a cartoon just the cartoon name okay yeah and uh originally i believe mickey was supposed to be called mortimer mouse before yeah. disney settled on mickey well there was actually there is a mortimer mouse, mouse. Yeah, there is a mortimer mouse though really yeah 
Have you, you, have you seen really? House of Mouse? Hmm? You've seen House of Mouse? Very underrated show, in my opinion. I know. Ooh, boy. It needs to be on Disney Plus, though. I agree. Even Steamboat Willie needs to be on Disney Plus. Steamboat Willie is on Disney Plus. It is. It is. Oh, it is. It is. Because I, I haven't pulled it on Disney Plus too much, so I haven't really been able to see that. But, but yeah, no, I wasn't sure. I haven't That's, been on Disney Plus in a while. Yeah, it's been a hot minute. Because I've been I've been too busy watching on my my Star Trek and stuff on Paramount Plus and and stuff on HBO Max. So I've been too busy. But I mean, it's still a great service overall. Disney Plus is definitely where it's at. Yeah, I mean, I'll talk about we'll talk about Disney Plus more later. Yes, um, we will. Yeah. So I guess we'll move on after figuring out Steamboat Willie became popular. We see the, the silly symphonies in the 1930s starting black and white. Do, 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 do. The, 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 the what should we call it? The skeletons. Yes, the skeletons. You get also the introduction of was it Donald and Goofy at the time? It may have been. I no. I thought uh, Minnie Mouse was introduced. Minnie Mouse was introduced with Mickey. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. What was um Betty Boop wasn't Disney, was no, it? No, no Betty uh, Boop. I don't know Universal? what it was. Oh, okay. For some reason, I thought she was Disney as well. No, but you also got like the silly symphonies. You get the first color cartoons. I think you also get the first human. It's silly symphonies, and this is before Snow White. I don't remember what it's called. Are they human or are they denser? I have no idea. I'm gonna look it up right now. JT got the reference, didn't you? Oh yeah, got you. For those of you who did grow up in the 2000s, we're not gonna tell you. (laughs) Yeah, because we can. You know why? I mean, I grew up in the 2000s, and I still don't understand that. Okay, that was a reference to the song Human by the Killers. Okay, I don't listen to the Killers. I don't have anything about it. <laughs> but they're just like cute little cartoons in it. But that's all it is. And then you finally get to the first Disney movie. Hi ho! You go to 1937, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. The first long movie, long, I think it was one of the first long animated movies. Well, the first one in North America. Oh. Other countries have done the, have done animated feature length movies at this time, but this was the first one in North America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know what the weird thing is? When Disney said that he wanted to make a full length animated feature, they all told him he was crazy. Yeah. Even his own wife said, yeah, honey, you're insane. But he but proved the, everyone wrong. Snow White was one of the um, best animated movies that children watch, too. I mean, Snow, Snow White, I feel, even though, like, Cinderella, the movie Cinderella was the one that saved Walt Disney from going out of business. And we'll talk about that in a bit. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. But Snow White, I feel like, set like a high enough, like a really high bar for the rest of the movies that came out later, because Snow White was the original princess. Oh, absolutely! She was the yes. first princess to kind of be introduced into the world. So I feel like the movie Snow White kind of like is like on a different level than the others. 
yeah, it was definitely a Kickstarter for sure. Mm-hmm. Right. It really anyway. did start everything. Okay, what is your favorite scene from Snow White? Hmm. Hmm. I gotta think about this. Somebody else want to go while I think? I don't have an answer. It's been a while. Why it's been <laughs> so long that the movie's just been flushed out of my brain. I, I mean, I I really liked when Snow White was dancing with the Seven Dwarfs. Oh, that's a cute scene. Mm-hmm. It, it was like all happy and like sunny and and like you know. <laughs> um. I really like the, and you may call me a morbid bastard for this one, but I like the one when she's when she's running through the forest and the trees and everything. I just think the animation there is so cool. That's the same with the transformation scene with the queen to a hag. Yeah. Side In note. In fact, her hair was black, and it's like, are you sure that's not Snow White's mother not, instead of her stepmother? Hi. Um, side note, did you know in the Disney parks they used to have a ride called the, I, don't, I don't know if it's still there, the Snow White Scary Adventure not in Disney World and Disney World now has the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train which is a roller coaster where you actually feel like you're on a mine train it, is it a, 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 I gather it's a kids roller coaster because yeah I know, I think they've renamed Snow White's Scary Adventure and all the other parts to like Snow White's Wish. What, what was it called? Snow White's what? Snow White's Scary Adventure. Hmm. And we'll probably talk more about the Disney parks in a little bit too. Um, that's actually still in uh, Disneyland. I thought they would it. it. Um, well, actually, it was changed to Snow White's Enchanted Wish in Disneyland, D- Tokyo Disneyland, Disneyland Paris, and Shanghai. And Magic Kingdom. Oh. Yeah. So it's Snow White's Enchanted Wish is a dark ride at the Disneyland, Tokyo Disneyland. And Disneyland Paris theme parks, informally at the Magic Kingdom, located in Fantasyland, it is one of the few remaining attractions that was operational in Disneyland's opening day in 1955. Wow! Although it has se- although it has seen several different redesigns over its history, the ride story is based on Disney's 1937 film Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, their first animated feature film. Um. Oh, it closed May 31st, 2012. In Orlando because of the Fantasyland expansion. Um, Magic Kingdom. Oh, Magic Kingdom. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Magic Kingdom closed in. Gotta get that eagle eye. Sorry, my mistake. <laughs> Magic Kingdom closed in May. No? Wait, Magic Kingdom closed? No. No, Magic Kingdom just closed the ride because they were expanding Fantasyland. Okay. Forgive her, everyone. She's having a day. Okay, Jess, we we forgive you. All right. So 
the ride at Magic Kingdom closed on May 31st, 2012. It opened at Magic Kingdom October 1st, 1971. And it was re- replaced by a Princess uh, Fairy Tale Hall. Well, pretty much you meet and greet all the Disney princesses. Not bad. Basically, um, I'm just still looking at some of the information. All right, but I think if you guys are ready to move on, yeah, you will. Yeah, so into the 1940s, where we had a lot of war propaganda from Disney. Well, before that, though, we have Bambi and Dumbo and Pinocchio. This was the move, which I think, um, and Pantasia. And Fantasia. We got to talk about Fantasia when we get there. But anyway, um, Pinocchio, even though Snow White was the first ever official Disney movie, was the official, was the first official Disney movie, um, I think Pinocchio was really the one that really put it, the Disney staple. How so? Well, I think one of the things is, you know, one of the big song, the big song of that movie became Disney's anthem. Yeah. When you wish upon a star. Oh yeah. That official. That is Disney's anthem. But I thought when you wish upon a, I forgot that it was in this one. But I thought it was Cinderella though that made no, it. No, that's a dream. Is your wish your heart makes? Just always get those mixed up. It's okay. I could, but um. Yeah, Pinocchio is, you know, of course, with, you know, wanting to be a real boy, nose growing when you lie. But once you think about it, when you look at Disney and Pinocchio, I mean, at Snow White and Pinocchio, Pinocchio is a darker film. Oh, yeah. And there's also there's also drugs and alcohol in it. Yeah. And, and when um when Pinocchio goes to the island... I, I forget what the island's called, but um, Pleasure, Pleasure Island. Island, Treasure Island, Pleasure, oh, wait. Pleasure, Pleasure, Pleasure Island. Okay, um, did not know that. Um, when he goes to Pleasure Island, sorry, now my head is like, um, and he gets turned into a donkey because apparently, be, depending on how long they stay there, or whatever, I think that's what it was, um. They turn into a donkey. That was just insane. I mean, that was like the first. I think that's the first time where kids saw. Okay, if you do this, you'll change into something else. I think like mm-hmm. that darkness of like seeing that was like also very like impactful and too. Because once you think about think about it this way, guys, it they there's. No really happy ending for those kids because the kids aren't escaped. The guy who runs it isn't defeated. Pinocchio just runs away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're right. And yeah, I think this was the movie that really put that Disney touch on it. Right. But like I said, it's pretty dark as well. Like I said, it, it it the official stamp was it introduced "When You Wish Upon a Star," which became Disney's theme song. Mm. And yeah, um, 
Uh, any other thoughts or am I just rambling at this point? Yeah. You're doing great. <laughs> I'm yeah. just checking on our chat board and whatnot. Okay. Who right. wants to? Okay. So why don't we talk about Fantasia? As yeah. Well? You know what? Interesting story about, about how Fantasia started. Um, Leopold Statowski, who was the conductor, actually had dinner with Walt Disney. Walt Disney wanted to he afraid Mickey Ma- Mickey Mouse. Well, I don't know why why I almost said Mickey Mantle, but Mickey Mantle's awesome too. Um, John liked that one, so uh, okay. We anyway. love good typos. What what was that, John? I said we love a good typo. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> Mickey Mouse because Walt Disney thought Mickey Mouse was losing popularity, so he actually wanted to do a a short called The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Originally, it was actually, did you know, it was actually supposed to be Dopey. Really? Seven Dwarfs was supposed to be The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Oh. I did not know that. But Walt wanted to use this vehicle to drive up the popularity of Mickey Mouse. So he made it to Mickey. And Walt talked to Leopold Sitowski about this. And Leopold not only offered to conduct the short, he said he would do it for free. Wow. Wow. So, but then he was, but then after that, it was like, they actually thought of, hey, let's do a couple of them and let's just turn this into a concert film. Fantasia is one of my favorite Disney movies because there really is no, once you think about it, there really is no plot. And because, like, the first music is the box, Ducata, and Fugue, it's just, it's just, like, the different type of images that you might run through your head when you hear this. Mm. It doesn't tell a story or anything. It just, you know, it just, you guys get what I'm saying? It's just what you can imagine when you hear the music. Right. And, And, um... And I just love the, I, you know, Right as Spring, I think is great. Um, the Nutcracker Suite is wonderful. The, okay, you all know what I'm going to say, which one my favorite, what my favorite segment is. The Gargoyle one? Yes, the Night on Bald Mountain slash Ave Maria. Oh. Which is the... Chernabog, which is the devil. Oh yeah, I, I got. I forgot to talk about the the one, the most famous one, which is the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Which it's cute. It's fun. I think it's fun. Like how Mickey just wants to, you know, the brooms and then the floods and everything, and the. And Mickey's sorcerer, or the sorcerer, Jan Sid. Everyone think about that for a second. Jan Sid. Jan, who's... Did you get it yet? Jan Sid. Y-E-N-S-I-D. I get it. I don't get it. You're gonna have to tell me, bud. 
Jan Sid is Disney spelled backwards. Ah, uh, took me a second there. Yep. Pretty good. Yeah. And the Fantasia. Yeah, but as you said, my favorite segment is the Night on Bald Mountain slash Ave Maria. Because Chernobyl, who is in, I want to say Slavic folklore, he's the devil. And and it's supposed to be how he shows how the how the devil is just taking souls and destroying them again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and then the end of the the end of the segment when you hear the bells, the ding ding, and then it goes in, of course, to Schubert's Ave Maria. Because I love that's a contrast between good and evil, the contrast between the profane and the sacred, as as Deems Taylor said in the film. Um, and did you know, like originally, the hooded monks that were walk that were going to be walking in the end of Ave Maria, they originally wanted them walking into a cathedral and showing a statue of the Virgin Mary, mm. but they thought that that was going to be too religious. So they just went with uh, with nature. So, yeah, I think Fantasia is one of my favorite Disney movies. I'm sorry I monopolized this whole thing. I'm, no, I, will not, uh, I yield. I'll talk more later. I well, yield. Well, also, they do a Fantasia like show kind of-ish at the Disney theme parks. Fantasmic, I think, right? Yeah, Fantasmic. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. And I, the first time I went to Disney uh, World in Orlando, it was, I, God, I must have been like five or six. It was my, when my grandfather, maybe rest in peace, um, was working with, um, as a ticketer, like someone who gives, like, sells tickets and everything for Disney. And I remember going and we saw, we saw Fantasia, um, fantastic i know i'm saying it wrong and i apologize um and it was it was beautiful they do a great job showing it at the disney uh disney park that's awesome mm-hmm. this is fantasia right i mean i don't know if we're going to talk anything else about the 40s or are we also going to talk about the war propaganda Little could, controversy. Ooh, ooh, controversy is always fun. <laughs> I was like one of those like Disney shorts where Donald Duck is like, let's see this word. It, not, yeah, and, yeah. I can't say. It. I can't. I say can't it. say it either. Okay, it, it, do you want me to? That's the word I could say. Would you like me to say it? And. Preferably not, but I think yeah. we all know where that one's going. I'm just gonna say the word fascist. Let's just and let's say go it was there, a political okay? movement that was popular in Germany in the 1930s. Yeah, we, yeah, we don't we don't need to go there, but we know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, but I, I I know what is it the uh in the Fierro's face something uh, like that. Yeah, I actually I actually think that that um. I actually think that um, what you would call that. I actually think that cartoon is kind of entertaining. 
Okay. Like in the like in the dream, then when he when he's doing the you know what to you know who throughout the the mm. film that he goes and at the end he's going. Oh, thank God I'm a citizen of the United States of America. You know that was when and he's hugging the Statue of Liberty statue. No gosh. Thank goodness I did not see that one. I still and I refuse to see that. Mm. Well, did you see the um? What's it called? Um, I forgot what it's called. It doesn't have Mickey or Donald or anything. It's called Requiem for Something. It's about a young boy who's being taught about that certain ideology, which we cannot say without possibly getting in trouble with YouTube. Of course. And it shows him that I forgot the name of it. I am so sorry, guys. Um, you're fine. It's okay. You're good, bud. You're good. It's called The Requiem for Something. But no, that's the movie I would never watch because. <laughs> but uh, you're right. It, sorry. It shows him being educated through that certain ideology. Indoctrination. Let's put it that way. He's been indoctr- He's being indoctrinated by that ideology. And then. And then. um. It shows near the end when he's a soldier, he's marching and he's going to war and the and the cartoon ends with all of them as crosses. Mm. As you know, as grave markers. Right. Right. So yeah, there were a bunch of others too. You know, I'm gonna say I kinda like Warner Brothers' World War II. Propaganda cartoons better than Disney's unpopular opinion. We'll talk about Warner Brothers in its own video in the future because it's all Warner Brothers also celebrating hundred years. They are. Congratulations Woo! to Warner Brothers. Um, we'll talk about you guys eventually. We promise. We might it's mention true. you one more time in this move in this feature. Yeah, but um the movie I will talk about later. Yeah, but also like around this time, Disney was. You know, they had Bambi that was released in 41, I think. Yeah, and then Dumbo. I mean, oh, Dumbo there came a through. lot of movies out that were, like, popular in Disney, and that was just all because of World War II. Yeah, well, well I'll just breeze through. Sorry, kill the bug. Yeah, but um, Dumbo was actually one of Disney's cheaper films because Fantasia costs a fortune to make. Mm. And also, it's one of its racist films, too. Oh, because of the... Mm. We're going there, aren't we? <laughs> and it's also another drunk movie, too, and psychedelic movie. So you get racism, psychedelic, drugs, and alcohol in one movie. The but, closest... you know, go ahead, Jess. Remind me if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm pretty sure I am gonna be wrong with this. The crows, were they Russian? No. no. American circus. Okay. Uh there was do- a there was a movie with a where crows were Russian in it, in Disney. Can't remember what movie now. Crows are Russian in Disney. I'll think about it when we get there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Bit okay. Um. Do people? Do you folks think the crows are racist? Okay. Remind it's, me what happened. It's been a while. They're more towards the end of the Dumbo movie, but. Um, we can show you. Go up. 
Oh, those. I mean, I oh, think I almost forgot the controversial one we could talk about before we go to the fifties. I think um, okay. The reason why they're considered racist is because the head crow is named Jim Crow. Jim Crow. Yeah, well, that would explain a lot. Mm-hmm. And, and it and it's the one with the blue vest and the purple shirt, right? Yep. Yeah. And one of, and I think the controversy is one of them was voiced by a white actor, but the rest of them I think were voiced by black actors. But I'm not 100 percent sure. Um. Oh, do I really? Do we really want to touch this? Um. We can go to Song of the South if you really want to go that far. Now. Do we really want to go there? I mean, it's best to talk about it. Yeah. And just remember it was there and now things have changed. Okay. You know what I got to say here, folks? I'm getting on my soapbox here. Um, go for it, man. You've got to look at these films in their historical context. Absolutely. Not that I'm saying what these, you know, it's like what Disney Plus does now when they show films like this. They put a disclaimer. This is a product of its time. Such depictions were wrong then and they're wrong now. Yeah. So you got to look at when we talk about the crows in Dumbo or the Indians in Peter Pan or Song, oh, of, Song of the South, which I think they got rid of Song of the South. Oh, D- Disney. Okay. Allie, besides you and I. Okay. JT, John, Jess. I, I, wow. Just realized besides Allie and I, we have all J names here tonight. Um. Oh, good. What do you got? Have you ever heard of Song of the South? Uh, I have not. John, have you? I have not. I don't. I'm saying yes with the question marks. I don't remember it. Okay. It was ever... kind of like a racial 1940s film. They did have a black actor leading it. Have you ever heard this song? Zippity doo da. Zippity That's from Song of the South. That is from Song of the South. Like. Okay, then. That, this way it was it was during its time also this was the reason why splash mountain existed and now will be replaced in next year with with another ride which we'll mention later but the thing is they're now um because it was based off a book called uncle ramus's tales and the film was so controversial disney never home released it it what? They never gave it a home release. It was too controversial. Oh. It was too racist. It was not meant for its time. One of the South because because it takes place in post-Civil War South and the character may or may not been a you know what a, the thing that the 13th Amendment outlawed. All right. We don't I know where you're coming from. I won't repeat the word, but so, I so let's just say Disney. It's those one of those things that they don't want to. Let's just say it's a Bruno. It's a movie. We don't talk about it. I like that. <laughs> I like that designation. They're probably like, hey, this is what Disney headquarters like. Hey, how about some of the? Shh, we don't talk about that anymore. We don't talk about that. We don't. <laughs> we'll it- talk about Bruno later too, but still. Anything oh, yeah. that's very controversial, it'll be called a Bruno movie. Yes. It's a Bruno movie. Um, 
Because we don't talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I feel like I've really been monopolizing things. And um, I, I could take over. We're going to the 50s. Let's get yeah, back but, to Disney. But we'll say this. Like, during the 40s, you know, Dumbo and Bambi, a lot of those films didn't do so well at the box office because of World War II and the European box office was closed. And throughout the 40s, the army came in, took over Disney Studios. And so, and Disney ran out of money at that point, in which he decided to try one more film. Which and, that was, and that was Cinderella. Yeah. Yep. There were a few, there were the package films at that point, but so we don't, this is probably we talk about them. at the time one of Disney's highest points. Mm, can I interject? So, yeah. so Cinderella even though it was it's a movie that's literally from rags to riches it i feel like personally i feel like cinderella has taught young girls that um that despite the hard times that you go through it'll turn out well in the end despite what happens in your life and i'm not saying that there's not going to be times where you might feel down or whatever. Of course that happens in life. It's, you can't get away from that. But I feel like Cinderella is one of those princesses that actually relates to younger girls than let's say like Snow White or um, Pocahontas or- Or Aurora, which we're talking about. Yeah, or Aurora. Aurora only appeared in 10 minutes of the film. Exactly. So, I feel like Cinderella, that's why a lot of girls relate more or want to be more like Cinderella mm-hmm. when they go to Disney World or Disneyland. And we'll also um, be discussing about Disneyland in a minute. Yeah. Or or even for Halloween, they want to go to Cinderella. Um, but yeah, so. All right. So we definitely have a bunch of good movies besides Cinderella. We also have Alice in Wonderland as well. We also have, well, we know what Alice in Wonderland is. It's a psychedelic movie. Wait, I wait for a very important date. No time to say hello, goodbye. I'm late, I'm late, I'm late. That's pretty much it. Alice pretty much dreams this whole Wonderland thing. You get a lot of really good characters, a story in it too, and not trusting people. Because Walt actually had a very big connection to Alice in Wonderland because he used to do a series of films called the Alice comedy series. Hmm. Um, yes. Are you guys, I, I'm sorry, I wanted to look to see what the um amount of money that Walt made with Cinderella. Are you guys okay if we go back to Cinderella for a second? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I looked it up. I don't, as of right now, I don't see um the amount that Walt made but fun little fact. So Cinderella or the gla- Little Glass Slipper is a folktale with thousands of variants throughout the world. So pretty much the protagonist is a young woman living in for- forsaken circumstances that are suddenly changed to remarkable fortune um, and gets a throne via marriage and whatever. The original story was recapped. It's dark. Huh? It's dark. It's it very dark. 
very, Let's very just say hard. a little surgical procedures on the feet of the stepsisters. Um, but, a good quote, they'll shoot their eyes out or they'll get their eyes poked out. Yeah. Let's but, just put in those words. So the story of I'm I'm gonna spell it because I don't know how to say it. La Sandrion. Huh? Sandrion? No. No. R H O D O P I S. Nope. Uh, was recounted by the Greek geographer Strabo. Um, about a so, it's about a Greek slave girl who marries the king of Egypt, and it's considered to be the earliest known variant of the Cinderella story, and that was between seven B.C. and A.D. twenty-three. Oh wow. Um. Let me see. Hold on. All right. Good. Uh, give me one second. Hold on. Because there's a lot to talk about. No, I know. Hold on. Let me. Uh, why can't I find it? Just leave All right. it for later. Yeah, leave it. If I find out how much, um. How much he made. Yeah, you can just put it in the chat and we can discuss it when we get back to it. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we're going back into the 50s, all the movies. We also get the first Disney theme park. We get Disneyland opening in 1955. And the only theme park Walt Disney got to see. Which one? Disneyland. Disneyland. The one in California. California. Okay. Yeah, I also keep mix, mixing those two up, too. Nice. And some of the rides that have been at Disneyland have been there the whole time. Like, for example, we're talking Alice in Wonderland. We're talking about the Mad Tea Party ride. We're also talking about the Snow White ride that's been there. Peter Pan's Flight started there in the 1950s. And also, I think during the time, I think Disney, it was somewhere between the 50s and 60s, Walt Disney had stuff for the World's Trades Fair when that was back and popular like some of the rides he had there was it's a small world which ended up coming into disney i think somewhere in the six, early 60s okay and i think another ride was the carousel of progress yeah oh my god that one was that's my dad's favorite ride. that, that was one of my favorite rides that um that was there was the carousel of progress because you were able to see how Walt uh, started Disney and where it ended up at that point. When it's also metaphorically, there. too. Yeah. It's a huge metaphor where we are right now and how terrible the future is. Yeah. <laughs> As you see the <laughs> oven burn. But what about the song? It's gonna be a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. You are getting it wrong. And if, my dad, if I told my dad to come sing it here, I'll probably end up start screaming and shutting the shine the screen off <laughs> <laughs> it is one of the most annoying songs i hate no but i think of one song that's even more annoying than it if you sing it but no. i'm going over i'm, I'm not gonna do that i'm not gonna torture you lovely if, if i'm thinking it's a small world after yeah. all no nah, i like that song no <laughs> no absolutely not you know, I got to tell you oh. something kind of morbid, but something kind of funny at the same time. Okay. Um, we talk about it afterwards. Okay, okay. let me tell you afterwards so, so we can just move on. 
the amount of times my parents have sung that to me as a kid after going on that ride, I wanted to scream, okay? Mm. It's an annoying song. No one I got, I got something really annoying though. Yeah. Out of all the rides in Disney in general, how come the yeah. longest ride is always Peter Pan's flight? Because it's the slowest ride. Huh? I'm sorry, your audio is cutting out. The ride is only three minutes. What the? Seriously? Yes. Wow. And yet there's like a 90 minute to an hour to two hour wait. I guess terrible planning. <laughs> I don't know. Is that like the most popular ride? Yep. Yeah. That's probably why. Well, I don't know. It shouldn't be the most popular ride. Well, because like there are other rides in Disney. Like you got Space Mountain, which I'll discuss later. You got uh, well, Splash Mountain's gone. You got Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Can we still talk about Splash Mountain though? Sure. Uh, before we do, an uh, interesting fact about Disneyland. President Obama, when he was in Occidental College, late 70s, early 80s, he and his friends saw a Cool in the Gang concert there once. Really? Words, got on the gondola ride, started smoking, and got promptly ejected from Disneyland. <laughs> wow. This was in the 70s, you said? What was that, Bill? It was in the 70s, you said? Late seventies, yeah. early eighties, whenever. Who he would know that those men, those people who kicked him out, that in about 20, 30 something years, that man became president of the United States. So. <laughs> yeah. You know what, Ryan? I Anything can happen, folks. Anything uh-huh. can happen. You know what, Ryan? I wish Disney World had what the Matterhorn ride. I thought they did. No, Disneyland has it. Disney World has Expedition Everest, and we could talk Disney World when we get to Disney World. All right. What else is happening? Everest is in Animal Kingdom, and that had the Yeti in it, and that's a huge roller coaster. The Matterhorn is like the Matterhorn bobsled ride. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that ride was in... Yeah, so that was Disneyland. That was 55, right? It will be 70 years. Two years. Oh, Fun little tidbit because I realized this when they were celebrating 100 years of Disney, the one the Disneyland castle first of all, the castles are different. Yeah, Disney World is Cinderella, the one in Disneyland. If I am, I think all the other ones except for Orlando and Shanghai are Sleeping Beauty Castle. Oh, Sleeping Beauty. Okay, I thought it was Belle. In, Cinderella's uh, castle is Orlando. Yeah. Shanghai has a different castle. It's like a storybook castle. Anyway, and that I did not know though. Um, so Disneyland had, if I remember correctly, had the 50 on it. And Disney World had the 100 on it. No. Well, now with the movies, Disneyland's castle is in every movie opening. No, 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 no. No. When, when they were celebrating the 100 years of- It was Switch, Disney World, oh, because it was celebrating 50. 
oh, so Disneyland had the hundred on the castle and Disney World had the fi- I thought it was well, they, not, they both have the hundred on it. One of them had the fifty. That was World. That was Disney World because it was celebrating its 50th anniversary during COVID. That's why I'm thinking of that. Never mind. Stay with me, folks. One, two, three. Thanks, COVID. <laughs> COVID, look what you made us do. Look what you made us do, COVID. <laughs> oh, now I got stuck stuck in my head by Taylor Swift. I know. Look what you made There's me one other thing I do want to mention, and I think no. this was in the 40s and 50s. And I'll be honest, it was very, I hate to say this word, but I'm going to say this word, pedophilia. And that's the Mickey Mouse Club. The leader of the club who's made for you and me? Like the kids on there and then you had an adult. Don't you think it was very... Suspicious. Oh, that. Yeah. I didn't that. Not the new one, the 50s. There you go. I never watched that. But just thinking of the kids on there, and although my, I'm getting Barney vibes all over again. Yeah, yeah, come to yeah, I, I feel that. Oh God, seriously, you got to sco- You're rooting the audience's childhood here, Allie. <laughs> boomers' childhood. You're rooting the boomers' okay. childhood. Okay, boomers. So I, I, I'm gonna have to say this. I know I'm not a boomer because I was not born during that period, but I grew up watching a lot of Disney and everything because my parents. So <laughs> Oh, that's so weird. Well, these are the 50s. We can talk about the 90s one when we get there. We get to the 90s. Yeah, can we Justin Timberlake, Christina Aguilera, Britney Spears on that one. Who knew that they were Disney? Before they became famous. M-O-U-S-E. All right. So I got the song stuck in my head now. Thank you, I Abby. think it's time to go to the 60s. I think yeah. we need to get into the, into the decade of love. Doom, doom. And death. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> the 60s had a few good movies. Yes, we had a lot of live action, such as Mary Poppins. We had the, par- the first Parent Trap. Was... We're bound. Yes, Herbie. Herbie. Treasure Island. Pollyanna. Oh, I love that. You also had some good animated, like 100 Walls on 100 Walls Dalmatians. You had the Jungle Book. Trying to think what else was in the 60s. Uh, The the Jungle Book, which was the last animated film by Walt Walt Disney himself. Yes, before he passed away at the age of 65. Hold on, I'm looking this up right now quickly. Bare necessities, the simple bare But during that time, oh, isn't that um Sword in the Stone? Oh, Sword in the Stone, I think, was in the sixties. Yes, it was. Which was the actually the musical debut of the Sherman Brothers, which which then did, which then did, the Jungle Book, Mary Poppins, Bed Knobs and Broomsticks. Mm-hmm. Disney did die 10 days after his 65th birthday. Say that again. Disney died 10 days after his 65th birthday. Oh, what? Walt Disney? Walt Disney died because of his use of cigarettes and had lung cancer from it. 
And no, he was not cryogenically frozen. I was just going to say, wasn't there a rumor? There was a rumor that he was frozen and that ended up not being true. He was cremated. No, he was not Ted Williams. (laughs) Okay. How do we know that for sure, though? We don't. Exactly. Again, it's a Bruno thing. We don't talk about it when we're not sure about it. You know who was frozen? Ted Williams. But that's not relevant to any of this, but still, it's true. Ted Williams. All right, can we get back to Disney? Yes, we yeah, can. I love family friendly, super califragilistic. Sorry, I was, I was trying to do a John Oliver thing right there. It didn't work. Family planetocious. Yes. And surprisingly, Mary Poppins is one of the best, you know, hybrid animated live action movies. Can we? Like, I don't know if this would be like now or later on in the um, podcast, but Mary Poppins returns. Later. Okay. We'll talk about the live reboots and reanimations later. Yeah, get the tequila ready, folks. <laughs> but no, Jess, you have fun... any tequila over there that you could spare let's, with the rest of us? Let's get back to uh, Mary Poppins. Are, we, are you literally checking? Actually, there was an interesting fact. Tequila check. Oh my god. Okay, are we good? Yeah, John's literally checking. <laughs> no. But you know who's still living? Yeah. Mary Poppins and Bert. Julie Andrews and yes. Dixon and Dyke are still alive. Dixon God Dyke, bless them. Actually, a little spoiler alert for later, and I apologize. Dick Van Dyke actually appears in Mary Poppins Returns. Yeah, that's true. And surprisingly, this also became a musical, too. Yes. So yeah. there's a lot about Mary Poppins. Yo, think- did you know with the musical, though, because P.L. Travers hated the movie really and there's a movie about that yeah if you've ever seen the movie saving mr banks yes that's about how this became became something they he hated the movie she hated the movie movie. and actually years later when she did the broadway music when she made into a musical she had one condition the condition was only english writers were allowed to work on it Oh, wow. And nobody from film production were allowed. Wow. Ex- including the Sherman brothers. they She did not allow them to write new songs wow. for them. But I'm guessing as a gesture of goodwill, they did keep the movie songs in the show. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, like P.L. Travers actually did an interview. I want to say in the 70s, she did a radio interview. They asked her... Oh, well, what did you think of the film? He goes, she goes, she goes, she goes, I liked Julie Andrews. But Dick Van Dyke later on said, yeah, she hated me. She hated Julie. But in the interview, she said, it's good on its own merits, but it's nothing compared to my books. Mm. I would have said that to you with a terrible British accent, but I decided not to. Um. Right. <laughs> Wasn't there also a movie in the 60s involving Angela Lansbury? That's Bad Knobs and Broomsticks, right? Yeah, that was the early 70s, I think. I guess we're going to the 70s. Guess so we're going there. There's not really much about the 60s, but the only thing about it was by the time Disney died, he was working, yes, on Walt Disney World. No. 
he was working on Walt Disney World up to the moment when he died. Wow. Yep. Which opened on October 1st, 1971. Oh, wow. In Orlando. Which, Arista. funny enough, okay. has its own special district. Florida. For now, but the rest of that topic is a Bruno. That's (laughs) another thing we're not going to discuss. We don't talk about Brunos. JT and I have an agreement that I do not make weird political statements. You're not even speaking, JT. What's up? Yeah, JT, what's going on? You good? He's fine. Um, so. Going back to the picture that um, JP had before with the aristocrats, um, Robin Hood, Pooh Bear, and um, uh, can't Rescuers, remember. Robin Hood. Um, those, I, I've seen three out of those four. I've seen the aristocrats, Robin Hood, and Pooh. I grew up with Pooh Bear. I had like all the stuff I did too. So. I had all the stuffed animals of, of the um Pooh Bear cast, I guess you could call it characters. Um Pooh Bear, I think, was one of the just talk about Pooh Bear for a second. I think Pooh Bear was one of the most watched. Oh, okay, no problem. Um was one of the most watched cartoons, I guess. As a like, as kids were growing up, um, and one of the most like beloved characters as well. Mm. But also, fun fact: they have this theories out there that each character from Pooh is a mental illness. That is true. That is, um, and this, you know what? Yeah. I will not classify this as a Bruno. I will not classify this as a Bruno because that's actually a very interesting theory. Um, but it's just a theory. No, uh, it's real. It's yeah, a it's a mixed bag theory. Correct me if I'm okay. Let's see if I can get this right. Okay, not the blood and honey. Okay, correct me if I'm wrong. Right, ready? Okay. Um, I can help if you need me to help. Okay. Um, Tigger is ADHD. I did a report on that. Who? Pooh Bear? Tigger. Tigger is ADHD. Piglet's anxiety. Piglet's anxiety. Eerie's depression. Yeah, Eerie's depression. Rabbit is OCD. Yeah. What is Pooh? Obesity? Not obesity, but... No. Something else. Let me think, 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 think. Think, oh, think, think. Um, isn't um kangaroo and um why well, can't I remember her kid's name? Kanga and Rue. Weren't they um PTSD? Rue, no. I think it's actually autism. Oh yeah, Rue's autism. What's Kanga? I have no idea. Social anxiety. And who is impulsivity? Christopher oh, Robbins yeah, is schizophrenia, yeah. I think. Yeah. What? Christopher Robbins is schizophrenia. 
What's owl? Narcissism. Narcissism, dyslexia, or Alzheimer's. I don't know. They're saying too many things. Yeah, but I always have a special spot for Pooh because I love, like you, Jess, I love Winnie the Pooh growing up. My mother, to this day, loves Winnie the Pooh. Um, I will say with the, um, with the film, please do not laugh. The Huffalumps and Woozles still scare me to this day. Oh, they're so adorable. The song, like, freaked me the hell out. Good, I'll play that next time, Bill. Oh God! No. <laughs> beware, Bill. Beware, beware, beware. Of the half a lumps and whistle, whatever they are. They're very <laughs> confusals. But like <laughs> Winnie, the, but Winnie the Pooh though is definitely like the animation in that was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, the picture that JT is showing now. I mean, look at that. It feels like you want to be in this little yeah. world. Yeah. And okay. also they I saw like a like a short video of how Pooh Bear ended up getting the red shirt. And that was Mickey had like a I'm gonna say a romper, because that's what it looked like. And he cut it in half. He gave the top part to Pooh and kept the bottoms. Hmm. Hmm. I got a weird question. I'm just, I'll look this up because I don't, because we know Winnie the Pooh is based off a book by A.A. A. Mills. When did Disney buy this? Because I think this could have been, this probably might be one of another acquisition they got. Let me see. Oh, wow. So it has been revealed that they have received the licensing rights to the Winnie the Pooh characters and stories in 1961. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, but now, now we see Winnie the Pooh in a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, I asked JT what he thought of Winnie the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh, <laughs> and he says he loves it. And I, I've never movie? seen that movie, the, the Blood and Honey. I think. <laughs> Disney, you know, like, my... are you crazy? We're talking Disney. We're not. This is PG. This immediately. JT, seriously. <laughs> JT, you better put your mic on. Because at this point, we better hear the laundry going. Okay, you know who my favorite Pooh character is. What? You can't do it. Sorry. I love Tigger. Oh, no, that's the wonderful thing about Tigger. I love Tigger. Um, it's just so much fun. And JT loves poo. You know, it's just the uh, the fools, the foils of YouTube. Bill and JT. JT. <laughs> JT. The host of the mouse, who's uh, who's a silent movie character right now. <laughs> Mainly making me have to do all the talking here. And us, come on, we're all <laughs> doing this. JT, it's okay. This it's all right, JT. We'll talk about High School Musical later too. I was going to declare that a Bruno, but okay. We'll I forgot that High School Musical was Disney. Um, okay. That's so, bad. Yes, but anyway. This was during what they called the, the dark, dark era. Or what the 70s? A more neutral tone term is called the Bronze Age. 
It's called the dark era. 70s to 80s Disney is dark. Because this is when Disney was sort of... Lost. Yeah, it had been years since Walt had died. And... Yeah. Oh, I forgot Peach Dragon, too. And okay. I don't know what that's all about, but, you know. We also got the first Shaggy Dog as well. I think we got Witch Island, too. I don't know. There were so many movies... But I think the most important key was the opening of Walt Disney World was the biggest part of set of Disney in the 70s, I think. Thank you, JT. Thanks, We'll be hearing from JT in about 10 minutes. So, uh, <laughs> I have, you know what? Since Walt Disney World is the, mo- is the big thing, uh, here's a question for you folks. For those who've been to Walt Disney World or if you've only been to Disney, uh, if you've been to any Disney park, okay? What's everyone's favorite ride at Disney World? If you... Are we, we're just talking the Magic Kingdom, right? No, we'll talk all parks. So it's what? Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom. Hollywood Studios. And Epcot. Epcot. For me, I'll start. I have to go. We'll, we'll be talking more about. Well, we can talk briefly about the Disney parks because I don't want to talk about it in the 80s, 90s. So pretty much Epcot opened 10 years later, 1981. 1989, Hollywood Studios, formerly known as MGM Studios, opened because of a race of uniforms the race between them and Universal Studios being open. And then Animal Kingdom opened in 1998. And they also have two water parks and Disney Springs, formerly known as Downtown Disney. Random facts of Allison, people. Um, well, also fun fact, Animal Kingdom is shutting down. Really? Don't say that. I'm not joking. They're literally shutting it down because not enough people are going. Aw. Let me see this. I gotta read this because that's... That is no way true. There is no way Animal Kingdom is shutting down. No! It is not shutting down, Jessica! No, there's a park that's shutting down because there's not enough... The water parks! The water parks are shutting down! Uh Aha! Wait! Wait, wait, wait! Okay, it says right here. You have not gotten official one from D23, people. Disney's Animal Kingdom may be closing permanently. This is due to high costs and low revenue. Told you. It is dated on January 13th in this year of our Lord, 2023. Um, Well, that sucks. But March 1st, 2023, it is not going to be closing anytime soon. But we just of all these rumors. Give it time. Give it time. Oh, hopefully it stays. <laughs> we'll have a debate about this in the future. But going back to favorite Disney park rides and going back in the 70s, it's Tower Terror. Okay. In Animal Kingdom, I don't remember what rides there were. Uh, you had the Safari ride. You had the Dinosaur ride. You had the, the, the Everest ride. You had Avatar rides. We'll discuss Avatar later. The safari was actually really cool. Disney World, JT. World. Um, (laughs) we're off to a terrible mid part of the show. Don't worry. (laughs) It's a Bruno. We should never talk about this again. Never and never ever. Meanwhile, it will be on the internet for the rest of time for all the world. All right, we're going back to everyone's favorite rides. (laughs) <laughs> okay, my favorite ride. I'm gonna say for 
Disney for the Magic Kingdom. I'm gonna say Jungle Cruise. Oh, you're going Magic Kingdom. Yeah, for for you're going all four, not one. Your favorite. Oh shoot, I haven't <laughs> been there in years, so I gotta think. I've been there nine times in my life. I've been there in almost ten years, so it's always gonna be Tower Terror in elementary school. So. Honestly, but if I do go back, I want to ride the Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster. And I don't care. I will wait three hours for that ride. Yeah. Yeah, I'll probably say the Jungle Cruise because I barely remember any. um, Yeah, the last time I went to Disney wasn't so. uh, Let's just, you know, let's move on. Let's Um, go to more darker things in the 80s. But do I to talk about another acquisition that happened that started in the 80s and which they have the Muppets? It's time to play the music. Yes, it is, but they didn't get they were not they didn't get bought by Disney until 2004, but they already had at that time a bunch of movies out. They had the Muppet movie out, they had the great Muppet Caber, and they had Muppets Take Manhattan. The first movie I think Disney did with the Muppets was a Christmas Carol. Oh yeah, my was, god, that was so good. It was the first one after Jim Henson died. Right. Oh, we also forgot about in the 70s. There's one more thing. What? Star Wars. Yeah, but they Lucasfilms didn't get acquired by Disney until like 2012, though, I think. Right, but it's still good to mention the beginning of Star Wars. We have to talk about the first three episodes, aka my favorite part of Star Wars. Screw the sequels. Screw the prequels. They don't exist in my world. I'm going to say the Obi-Wan Kenobi series and Mandalorian. I'm I'm staying out of this part of the conversation. I don't know anything about Star Wars, so. That's fine. My knowledge is fairly limited in its own right, so. No, we'll make this quick then. Yeah, I mean, we can have, JT and I can have a whole whole episode based on Star Wars, right? We could do a debate. Star Wars versus Star Trek. Which one would be better? Oh my god, that would be so intense. Okay, so I would be the biggest nerd gas podcast. What'd you say, Jessica? I said that'll be another podcast. <laughs> it will be in a future episode, but we're gonna talk about the first three episodes, not the first three, episodes four, five, and six of Star Wars, a new hope Empire Strikes Back, the Return of Jedi, telling the story of Luke Skywalker on his journey to becoming a Jedi. By saving, by meeting up with Obi Wan Kenobi, Ben Kenobi, to ha- to figure out how to save Princess Leia, aka his twin sister, and beat in and trying to defeat Darth Vader with the help of Harrison Ford's Han Solo and Chewbacca the Wookiee, along with few droids C three PO and R two D two, beep boop beep boop. Uh... <laughs> My failed attempt. Um, I mean, this pretty much made Star Wars a movie. Uh, people, honestly, families, you need to watch. I mean, not little kids, but maybe like preteens, teenagers. Please watch the original Star Wars. Even though, yes, it is from 1978 to 1984. The CGI was amazing. Like, it felt, it was probably the best. And I will say this, one of the best sci-fis ever. Ever. The best sci-fi movies. It is a space, a sci-fi space opera. Well, soap opera, you know what I mean, but 
it just felt magical being there. And after watching this, I'll be honest, my favorite Disney princess is Leia. I was gonna say, was she ever actually like she's not a Disney princess, but she is the first princess that can kick butt. So she was never like formally announced she was a Disney princess? No, never, but she's an unofficial but popular princess. We'll allow it. Amen. <laughs> Best princess ever. First one to know how to kick butt. Fair enough. Okay, so Star Wars, Lucasfilm, but you know, even before Star Wars was acquired, they still had Star Wars Disney Park rides in Disney World. They they did have Star Tours, and that got revised later on, and now they have Star Wars Land in both both Disney World and Disneyland, which is still hard to get into sometimes, and especially for people who want to ride the Millennium Falcon there. There's that one, and then there's a ride called Ride of the Resistance, which is basically the sequel. Like, you know, with Kylo Ren, oh, Adam Driver killing Han Solo. Not cool, bro. $42 for a cocktail? Yep. And $200 for a lightsaber. Okay, uh, that, that's got to be the best damn liquor there. If it's $42, it better be a yeah, like, yeah, It's probably like stuff in the cantina that you never get the chance to buy and try. Holy fucking shit. Everyone, out, everyone here who partakes in alcoholic beverages, would you spend $42 for a cocktail? No. John? Maybe if I win the lottery. One time. I haven't drank alcohol in over a year, so. No, absolutely not. I would not spend $42 on a freaking cocktail that I could make at home. Well, that he could make at home. Right. Oh, God, you make good drinks. I'm coming over to your house. (laughs) And there's also one more thing they just added for Star Wars, and it's in Orlando. It's like a galactic cruiser, and I don't know how that works out. It's like a pretend you get to stay in this hotel and be part of a whole story with Star Wars. I don't know. I will tell you this. If I ever go there, I'm sneaking my own alcohol in. I don't think you're allowed to. That's more of a suggestion. (laughs) Try spending $12 on a Bud Light. And $5 on a bottle of water. Um, I would rather... Exorbitant bulk club prices than Disney club prices. (laughs) It seems like Disney, and please correct me if I'm wrong, is going to be a lot more expensive. See. All right. I think that's probably it with the 70s. Okay. 80s. Let's get to the 80s. Let's get to the darker part of Disney. The dark part. Okay, we had a couple movies. Um, I don't know what these are. Yeah, the Big Mouse Detective was good. We did. We got the Black Cauldron. The Black we also Cal- got Fox and Hound. Yeah, you want to know something about the Black Cauldron? You know what movie it lost to on its opening weekend? What? The Care Bears movie. I love Care Bears. The Black so Cauldron funny. lost to the Care Bears. That is the most um, I- I'm just going to... I'm just going to... Quickly, because we were talking about like pricing before. I'm sorry to go back to it very, very quickly. 
But I looked up how much a Disney ticket is. $300 a day. One day tickets. Wait, wait, how much did you say? $300 for one day. Nope. It's more than that? Nope. $200? Nope. $250? One day. Can I tell you? I'm sorry. Go ahead. One day tickets range from $109 to $189. At this time, the lowest price for a one day ticket can be found between August and September of this year. That's one day, one part. Surprisingly, it's not that. I mean, yeah, it's still expensive, but it's not as bad as we thought. But it's not as bad as we thought, yeah. But August, September, because that's right, you know, that's around the time the kids are going back to school. Yeah. Makes sense. Looks like Bill and I are taking a trip in August and September. Uh, uh, Count us in. Hey, birthday Super Review Show! Live at Disney! Bill has a birthday week before... Towards the end of August! Oh, no! It'll be a blast! Uh, again, count us in? <laughs> Damn right! Damn let's do right it before the end of August, in. because that guys are part blast. of this! Uh, let's just get back to Disney, because we're going... Let's get back to the darker part of Disney. The dark part! The dark. Because also oh. around this time... um. There was what's called the Disney Exodus. Sparkling Duck. Because of Don Bluth, a former mm. Disney animator who made his own studio. Right. Okay. Who, f- if I am correct, that middle picture is Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah. And this is probably the only time you got to see Disney and Warner Brothers mashup. Okay. So, Who Framed Roger Rabbit is one of my favorite movies. Oh, I love that movie. Of all time. Because. First, it has. I, I know I'm gonna mess up her last name. Jessica Rabbit. Rabbit. Oh, okay, so I was gonna be right. Jessica Rabbit. She first of all, phenomenal, beautiful cartoon woman. <laughs> but so beautiful for her. Yeah, beautiful for her. Um, but she freaking kicked butt in that movie. Okay, when she was helping the detective find Roger Rabbit, she kicked butt. Mm. You know what I also love in that movie? I love when Roger's like, Jessica, I cannot tell you the ways I love you. I'm going to do one, one thousand, two, one thousand, three, <laughs> one thousand, four, one thousand. The, and, but, it, there's so, but that movie alone is one of the darkest movies of all time, too. Doc. Oh, Jones, yeah. Dude. Because I, I know, I'm going to go to the scene, and I apologize for going to the scene, but this is the one that mainly sticks out of my head. When the evil dude, whatever oh, his... Oh, the eyes! The eyes. What, what was the it? Eyes. The creepy eyes that come out of the evil dude? No. No. Well, yeah, I was thinking that one, but I was thinking when the evil dude, forget again, don't remember his name. Judge Doom. Thank you. When he took the cartoon shoe... And no, that one into the vat of whatever the hell heck that was, the green goo, and like made that shoe disappear. Like that traumatized me. What about this part? Remember me when I killed your brother? What? No, when Doctor Doom. Deals with when he's talking to Bob Hoskins' character. 
Mm. Oh yeah, and his voice gets higher and higher and higher. Mm -hmm. And eventually Yeah. Yeah. I was surprised really Honey I Trump the Kids was in this. Was in the eighties. It's the eighties. And in Epcot, we also got Michael Jackson. We got Captain EO. Bruno. <laughs> what what is that? What is that top one in the picture? Oh, um, that's return to Oz on the left. So Disney doing their own Wizard of Oz. It's, it's creepy. creepy. It's called Return to Oz. But isn't but, there a actual Return to Oz movie? That's that. Oh. That is creepy. All right. I'm going to end it right here. Let's get to the eight. Let's finish the 80s off with the Renaissance. And so. And well, Alan Menken. Part of your world. We have to. We're not in the 90s. We're not in the 90s yet. We're in the Little Mermaid. The movie that really put Disney back on the map and started the Renaissance. The Little Mermaid. Pretty much 16-year-old girl decides to become a human because she fell in love with a human. Well, she saves Eric. That's true. I, I just saw a video yeah. though. I'll be honest about theories about Ariel. I don't know. So this movie, because all the other Disney movies have the princesses not really doing anything in the beginning in terms of like guys. Like they they start off all the majority of the Disney movies are showing the princesses doing whatever they're doing. And then towards the end, they showed the guy coming, the prince coming to save them. In The Little Mermaid, Princess Ariel saves Prince Eric from drowning. And she brings him onto the shore. She swims away. And then it goes from that to Prince Eric saving her. So at first it's her saving him and then him saving her. However, the... This is probably one of the weirdest things, though, with The Little Mermaid. After Ursula gives Ariel legs. Yeah. A Bruno. Why? Why? Why else would there have been a Bruno? If you really want to know, ask in private message or ask after the podcast goes off the air. Are we talking about the wedding scene? No, not the wedding scene. The first time with the legs. I actually forgot what you're talking about. Tell us after the podcast. We declare. Yeah. We'll discuss it. We'll discuss it. We'll discuss it after the podcast. Yeah, but right. um, no, this was point. the movie that really put Disney on the map. Yeah, put it back on the map. Yeah. Yeah. On it, because remember, Cinderella put it on the map. Little Mermaid put it back on the map. And this, and we'll talk about the reboots later. And yeah, this live action. And this opened up the doors. To a beautiful time in Disney. And you know what that's called? This was called The Renaissance. Renaissance. And a whole new, sorry. (laughs) And oh, it was literally a whole new world. It really was. And a tale as old as time. Mm -hmm. In a circle of life. Showing colors of the wind. Hercules. Which went zero to hero. Which went, show me the reflection. 
and you'll always be in our hearts. I guess they're really starting with the men. But there's the no Hellraiser. But anyway. Yeah. That's pretty much the best way to describe the Renaissance. Yeah. But anyway, there was a Rescuers Down Under, which is considered an underrated classic. Beauty and the Beast, which actually won our Disney Pixar. Bracket, go back and watch that. Go back and listen oh, to that. Oh, it's fun. Yeah, I had so much fun doing that. And if this was the first um the first animated film to be nominated for an Oscar. And it became the first Disney Broadway show, which won. Yeah. No, it did not win a Tony, but it was nominated for a Tony. And you know what? And I explained this before, the film was kind of sad in a way because Howard Ashman, who was making songwriting partner and one of the brain trusts behind the Disney Renaissance. Beauty and the Beast was the last film he worked on when he passed away. At the end of the Howard Ashman, mm-hmm. the last, if you look at the end credits, they said to our dear friend Howard, who gave the mermaid a soul and the, who gave her, the mermaid a voice and the beast a soul, we will be forever grateful. Mm-hmm. And I love the, I love Beauty and the Beast, like, and I told this story before, and I'll even say this with Little Mermaid. When I was just a little kid, I was like, that's a girl movie. I don't want to watch that. But, okay, I was I was like, five, everyone. Give me a break. Um, but when I watched it as an adult, I was like, what was that, John? Go. So you have rented one break. I, okay, so that's my pardon for the evening, John. Okay, John says it's my pardon for the evening, so... <laughs> but when I watched it again as an adult, I'm like, this is a really good movie. This is a really good film. And the songs are great. The the opening number bell, the Gaston song, the of course be our guest. Mm-hmm. And of course, do 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 do. Honestly, I think there's too much to talk about with the Disney Renaissance. I think it probably needs its own another podcast just talking about the Renaissance and how awesome. Okay, well, let's go on with the uh, Renaissance after Beauty and the Beast was, of course, Aladdin. Was Aladdin. And what does everyone think of Aladdin? Robin Williams was freaking awesome as the genie. So may he rest in peace. Robin Williams was a freaking genius when it comes to voiceovers. Oh, he was amazing. Yeah. Um, Probably his best performance. He was awesome in Aladdin. Like we do I, I, love Will, I love Will Smith, but Will Smith cannot do Aladdin justice. Like Absolutely, he did not. I think that. maybe now would be the good time to talk about the reboots of some of these Disney movies and how terrible they are compared to the originals. Yeah. Okay. Slow, slow, so, short. Okay. So, how is everybody feeling about the potential Little Mermaid remake that's coming out next month? Good next luck. Month already. Next uh-huh. month. I mean, I'm a little excited for that one because I want to see how it turns out. I, uh, man, I don't know. Oh, I, I, am I gonna... there was so much controversy about it because of who is playing the Little Mermaid. Don't get me started on that. Like, I am so people literally been flipping out over nothing. 
Exactly. It's a movie. That's all it is. It's another it's a movie. movie. If, if this is keeping you up at night, you seriously need a life. Exactly. I think you know. and, if, and if they're really that bothered by it, there's don't watch it. Don't exactly. see it. Exactly. Don't take your kids to see it. Parents and Kevin's. All right. Is that all with the Little Mermaid? Um, what did everyone think of the um Beauty and the Beast live action remake? Okay, I'm sorry. That was amazing. That's best line to say. Josh Gad. I thought it was okay. Awesome. I'm That's sorry. That's the only good but... part is Josh Gad and Luke Evans. But Emma Watson. Wait, Herm- yes, yes. Herm- Hermione Granger herself. Yes. Hermione <laughs> Granger herself. Mind you. I, when I found out that she was playing Belle, I was like, I don't know how to feel about this because I grew up with Emma Watson as Hermione, and a lot of and that was like one of her biggest roles ever was Hermione Granger. Mm-hmm. And little girls now are not going to see her as Hermione Granger. They're going to see her as Belle. And I heard she got vocal voice lessons to sing like Belle. She never sang before. She did a good job, in my opinion. She did a great job. Oh, but yeah. I, I don't know if I can really, like see her as Belle, even though she did play Belle and she did great, because I grew up with her as Hermione, I can't really, like... I know what you mean. Like, do you guys not understand what I'm trying to say? Well, yeah. For a while, I couldn't see Tobey Maguire as anyone but Spider-Man, so I get it. Exactly. Tobey Maguire's in The Great Gatsby? What? <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. He was, yeah. We'll talk about that another day. Sorry, I had to bring it up. You're fine, you're fine. Didn't know that one. In 2013, um, whatever I forget. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably, I think the worst reboot that they ever did, Iron King. Um, what the 2019 live action? One? Yes, I'm like, why would you do a freaking reboot of the Lion King 2019? You know what? You know, you know what? You want to know something? Okay, take out that 2019. Since we're in the Disney Renaissance, we need to talk about it. No. Uh, actual, <laughs> not it done yet. Something, something. Okay, it's my favorite movie. Person- personally, personally, I think the live action was good because, okay. like, I disagree with you, but you're entitled to your opinion. Well, let me tell you why I think it was good. Okay, because of even though the animals weren't real, they were CGI's, I believe. They literally caught every single detail of these animals. They caught every little the. De- I mean, look at the animated. Yeah, I know it's animated, but in the animated version, you can't really tell how, like the what, how like the facial features are moving compared to like live action. Live action, you're able to see all the muscles moving and how they interact with the other characters. That's just my personal opinion. I mean, I love both. I like I like the live action and I like the animated. The animated was a little better than the live action, I will admit that, but the live action was still pretty good. It made a billion dollars at the box office. But- I've seen the musical for The Lion King, still running, I've and the only it. Disney movie Oh, I've seen it. 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 I've seen it.
JT, I know you hate it so much, but okay. I love it. I know you do. I it is absolutely it is the animation beautiful. The songs are great. We all know the songs. Mm-hmm. The it's I don't know what else to say about it. It's it's, it's, it's like a perfect Disney movie. Yes. Based on the Hamlet. To many people. <laughs> but oh, um I-, I love the movie. I really do. And the 2019 remake. The less said about it, the better. I like to live it's in a, a world where it doesn't exist. <laughs> it's a Bruno. It's a Bruno. No, Bye, Jessica, Jessica, Bruno. Jessica, I respect your opinion. Thank you. But I respectfully disagree. <laughs> All right. All righty. Anyways. There's one more thing I want to talk about in the 90s. Oh, which is and that's one of the biggest acquisitions that they have, and it's still ongoing. Yeah. Pixar. 1995 is when they first released their biggest film that led it all Toy Story. And before they did certain shorts, I think one was Tin Toy, Red Stream. I forgot the other one with the snow globe. I didn't like Sid. I'm sorry. I did not like Sid in this movie. I Sid scared the living daylights out of me when I was a kid. Mm. He was creepy. You know what the fun fact is about to- the first Toy Story? What? All the humans' faces look the same. Mm. What? They all had Andy's face. Crossover, conspiracy theories. Here I just know. destroyed Jessica. I'm Mind sorry. Blown. Wait, what? Broken. Yeah. Mind blown. Literally mind blown. Because it was limited 3D animation at the time. So look, look, here's, if those of you are listening, you won't be able to see this. Sid. But here's Sid. Then look at Andy for a second. No, that's the new Andy. Oh, that's the new Andy. I'm sorry. Sorry. Whoops. Toy oh. Story 1 Andy. That's Toy Story 2 Andy, but still. You see the point? Holy! That's yeah. Censored. Like the same, <laughs> the same. I have Toy Story memes in my head. But anyways, it's like, it's like, come on. How, how much more iconic can you get than a cowboy and a space space ranger? Oh, boys, they're toys. Exactly. And the story was great too. You can't deny that. I mean, this pretty much led Pixar to being so popular. And except for most not, recently. Let's not forget one of the first animated movies to actually get real actors for voices that this was kind of like they got tom hanks they got um they got tim allen tim allen they got uh, uh rickles don rickles is mr Potato. late don rickles the latest Estelle harris no Estelle harris was toy story too but still yeah um, oh my god she was great um tom hanks was woody and tim allen was buzz right yes Correct. yeah but this movie started the pixar Era. This is the pick. This was what Pixar started. How much did they buy Pixar for again? Was it was it four billion dollars? I have no idea, but it's gonna be thirty years. But Toy Story is gonna be thirty years old in two years, guys. That's okay. Yikes! I'll, I'll and be Toy, and Toy I'll Story be four doesn't exist. <laughs> if it makes you feel better, Jess, I'll be thirty next year. So, oh, that's right. That's true. Um, All right. Anything else in the nineties? Toy Story. Yeah, I really got again. The Renaissance is its own video we can discuss. Yes. Wait. Yeah, but 
did you want to dive into more Pixar stuff at all or no? I mean, if we could talk about the 2000s, I mean, this like, is where Pixar was better than some of the Disney movies besides like Lilo and Stitch. And the other That's all yeah. there was. Wazowski. Probably oh, my favorite. No, this isn't my favorite. My favorite's Nemo, but this is my second. Oh, Nemo's my favorite too, actually. Nemo's oh. great. How can we forget that? I just want to bring it up. I'll be honest. Monsters Inc., Nemo, The Incredibles are probably my favorite Disney Pixar movies. Okay. Okay. My three favorite Pixar's are probably. Are you ready? Go. Coco. Oh, okay. The Incredibles and Finding Nemo. All right, here we go with mine, right? This might be a controversial opinion for some people, but hear me out. Toy Story 3. Love it. Okay. Cars 3. Why? Because I'm a car sucker. That's besides the point, though. And Up. Oh, Up is so good. Up is a crier. How could you not love Up? Okay, For me, it would be Up, Brave. Ooh. And Inside Out. Oh, Inside Out. Okay, okay. that's a good choice. It's Johnny. That's another tearjerker. Oh, to you. In no particular order. Fair. Um, I saw Ratatouille on there. Oh, that was a good movie. Finding Nemo. Underrated. I'll go back to that last one we had because I saw a different one on there. There's all of them over here. Oh, never mind. I, I remember now. Monsters Inc. Inc. in general, not just any particular one. Just that whole suite. Uh, And what's the last one? Um, just the Monsters Inc. frame. Oh, so bo- the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. Wasn't there a second Mon- Monsters Inc.? Yeah, the prequel. It wasn't as good. And there's also a series on Disney Plus. And then oh, yeah, the- let's go put these things back where it came from, or so help me. So help me. So help me. And cut. <laughs> I-, right. I really like the ending. Of Monsters Inc. because they went from screams to laughter. Oh yes, the series though shows how it happened, and we'll talk about Disney Plus in a little bit. Hey, I just want to say for Monsters Inc. What? I'm sorry, that got cut out. What? You'll poke yourself in the eye. No, the when he's screaming, the little guy in his one eye. Oh, okay. I think that was in like the original. Oh, when when he actually sprayed himself with yeah. the kid repellent or whatever it was. Oh, the pepper spray. Oh man. All right. Okay, I, so I think we covered a lot of the Pixar's. I mean, yeah, I gotta say, for Finding Nemo, um, in two thousand three, did you know that at the time it actually knocked off The Lion King as the highest grossing animated film? Wow. wow. Okay. Anyone know probably what it is today? What is it? Probably Frozen. Ugh. We don't want to talk about Frozen right now. 
Okay, not right now, but eventually. Do you want to build a math snowman? What? (laughs) I think pretty much the 2000s, it was Pixar overruling the Disney movies because Disney movies weren't really any good ones until 2009 with The Princess and the Frog, which made history as the first black Disney princess. That was good. Yes. And now they're making a. Now this is the. This is what's replacing Spl- Splash Mountain. It's a Princess and the Frog theme ride. Yeah. As you can see over here in this picture. With Tiana in the white. <clears throat> yeah, okay. Here's my question for you guys now. Here's our answer for you. Anyway. Do you think they're going to keep it as a water ride? Yes, it will be a water ride. Oh, okay. It's just a retheming. To Princess and the Frog. So why exactly did they take Splash Mountain down? The whole Black Lives Matter movement because Splash Mountain was based on Song of the South, which is very controversial on a Bruno. Understandable. It's in the vault of things we don't talk about. We'll talk about Bruno later. (laughs) But this pretty much made history and this actually became the next move, the next era that brought back you know what is it that every princess movie is a reason why disney's eras get rebooted they get revived first snow white then cinderella then the little mermaid then the princess and the frog i fine you want to talk about frozen let's go to 2010s let's talk about frozen and get it out of here what are we going to talk about originally ali Eh, I'm gonna go to my tens anyways. Also, we talk about Avatar, but the acquisition of Avatar, but that we could talk about with Disney Plus. Okay, can can somebody just make up your mind? Are we doing Frozen? Are we doing Tangled? What are we talking about? Frozen. Well, technically speaking, Disney bought Fox in 2019, so. So we'll do Avatar then. We'll do Avatar then. Let's let's switch to Tangled quickly before you talk about the overrated. This is an underrated. I mean, oh, I wasn't a big fan of a lot of to the overrated one, but like your cabinet is upstairs. I have to walk all the way up for that. Pretty much another princess that can kick butt, except she was kidnapped and enslaved, as said in Ralph Breaks the Internet. She was. That's exactly what happened. Pretty much. I think I only watched this once, but I do kind of like the songs in this. Okay. JT, do me a favor. Zoom in on Rapunzel's hair near her ear. Oh, boy. Why? So, look, I, it might be just how it's drawn. It probably is. But see how it's brown underneath and the rest? Her hair turns brown after Finn cuts it. However, the, tangle ser- the Rapunzel Tangle series, it goes back to blonde. Right, but that's the series. In the movie, it goes back, it goes to brown, which is her parents' hair color. And the only reason why it was blonde was because her mom had some sort of flower to help her when she was sick. That's the only reason why Rapunzel's hair is blonde, because of a flower, a magical flower. And her hair is healing, has healing hair because of that flower. And that's why Mother Gothel kidnapped and enslaved her. Mm-hmm. I really like that scene where they push her out of the window. 
Mother knows best. Listen to your mother. All right. I think that's it with Tangled. Yeah. Oh, God. So does that mean we're going to where I think... You're the overrated nonsense. I'm going to talk... Time me for one minute, and I'll give you the best thing about Frozen. Absolutely nothing. It is the most overrated movie ever. I don't care what people say. Seriously, Anna and Elsa... I haven't even seen Frozen to begin with, so I just wanted yeah, to see Frozen. Yeah, I thought so I would let you two kill each other about this. We're okay. going to kill each other. I'm gonna... <laughs> I shall abstain. Uh, right. John, so, did you give me the tequila? No, he did not Surprisingly find it. Surprisingly enough, no tequila. Damn it! Uh, vodka! Do we at least have vodka? Russian! Yes, Russian! Russian mule! Yes, we, yes, we have... Uh, anyway, family-friendly um, podcast. Um, yes, Frozen is one of the most overrated movies of all time. When I worked at the daycare I worked at, Frozen was played almost nonstop every single day, tw- 24 hours, every single day I would work there. At one point, I literally looked at my coworkers and, please, and was like, please just stop playing this. But no, the kids wanted it. It was annoying. Anyway, the only thing that I love about Frozen is that it's about sisterly love. Okay, I can see that. That it's not about the gods. It's about Elsa and Anna overcoming their parents' death. And the trauma they faced. And the trauma that they faced while trying to figure out Elsa's powers. Because as a kid, Elsa was told to hide her powers. Because they didn't know, or at least Anna and Elsa didn't know until the second movie, that her mom had magical powers when she was a kid. I didn't know that part. Yes, in Frozen 2, uh, I'm going to spoil it for you guys if that's okay. I don't care. Frozen 2, Elsa and Anna go into the foggy forest because Elsa is having a voice, spirit, whatever you want to call it, call out to her during a coronation. And I'm pretty sure that is Anna's and Kristoff's wedding. I could be wrong. No, they didn't get married yet. Okay, so in the beginning of Frozen 2, there's like some party. I don't know what party it is. Charades. They were playing charades. Not in the beginning of Frozen 2. They did. Never mind. There was a voice or whatever calling out to Elsa. And Elsa ended up following that voice to the forest where um Arendelle guards were and I don't remember what the native people were called I don't remember but they there's this feud between Arendelle and these people who were there Elsa and Anna ended up helping them took down the dam that their grandfather created because there was their grandfather was scared of these people because they have powers. And their mother's from that tribe group of people that had powers. That's the only reason why there was a dam there. However, their father had fallen in love with her, their mother, and they got married and all that. Elsa ended up getting frozen when she went to go look at the live um, ice sculptures, Anna was able to save her yet again. And the spirits deemed Arendelle 
worthy to be saved at the end, Elsa ended up being the fifth spirit. I didn't see Frozen 2, so... That's okay. why I'm telling you what, basically, yeah. the gist of it. That, that's pretty much it. Overall, that's us. I did forget one more thing we forgot to talk about at the end of 2000, but we can talk about it now. What is it? Uh, Frozen Marvel. 3? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're not talking about it. Let's get to Marvel. I mean, let's just put it this way. This will be its own podcast on how awesome Marvel is. We, we can, can make it our own episode on this. We really, really, we really could. Yeah, actually. We did a whole bracket between Marvel versus DC, and I think this is where we said the best Marvel movie was Infinity War. Please go check it out and see why. No, it's Captain America, the first of... I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, but let's just say the Marvel movies have had its ups and downs. Probably yes. It's in, a down. it's in a dark age. Hopefully Guardians 3 revives it. Well, they come in with the they're coming out with another um, movie called The Marvels. Yes. That's, oh, I saw the trailer for that, and oh my gosh. When does that come out? November. Okay, we got seven months. It was good. Let's just say, if you watch Miss Marvel, you'll get to understand what Miss Marvel's about, but the, I'm not spoiling anything, but the ending of Miss Marvel will lead to The Marvels. Yeah, so. Oh, is that, by the way, the Guardians of the Galaxy thing. May 5th. Oh, fifth, baby. baby rocket. So Rocket's evolution. Oh man. Something's gonna happen to Rocket. We know it. And Drax. Drax. Oh, we know this is the end of the Guardians. This is their final ride. Bye guys. We miss you. Because James Gunn's too busy focusing on DC. Ooh, no, I'm just kidding. That's yeah. a bad joke. Oh. Just kidding. We'll talk about DC. Sorry, I'm losing my voice here. We'll talk about DC when we talk about Warner Brothers. Marvel. Oh, yeah. I, who doesn't love Iron Man? Who doesn't love Spider-Man? Ooh, I love Spidey. Captain America and a new Captain America. Yes, the new Captain America, which is um, Sam Wilson, right? Yep. Yes. Who's strong and brave? I love that. I love the outfit he had, though, with Captain America. Yes. Oh, it's fantastic. Um, Do we want to touch on, like, I can shed a little bit of light on the actual acquisition about where i was when i found out when we got when disney sure, where were you so there i was i was in sixth grade on the bus and i was so pissed off that disney bought marvel how come i was like you gotta be epic kidding me mickey mouse is gonna be iron man and all this i was so mad. i'm sorry what no no no, no. i'm explaining Anyways, so I was I was gonna I was so mad that Disney bought Marvel. I found out that day that they spent four billion dollars to buy Marvel as a company. No, so in the end, do I was I young and stupid? Yes, but at the end of the day, I'm like, you know what? They made a wise investment in buying this incredible company that has tons of incredible characters that they wanted to bring to the big screen. I mean, I, without Disney buying Marvel, we probably would never have the MCU, truthfully. I mean, there was talk of it, and then Disney bought them, and they said, hey, let's do that. But let's be real. So I think it was a wise purchase at the right time for to spend $4 billion to buy what Stanley and Jack Kirby built from scratch, basically, and they did a great right. job. So let's be what, real. What phases is Marvel in now? Five. Five. Five now out of is, we're in the multiverse phase. Is there a Disney? Is there a 
Disney park that's dedicated to Marvel yet? Yes. Disneyland. Disney's California Adventure. There should be more of a Marvel presence in Disney parks. There really should be. There is. But this, I think Disney, Disney's California Adventure and Disneyland Paris have the Marvel campus. That's right. And this is where the Twilight Tower of Terror there became the Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout, which I've never been there. I want to go on Mission Breakout. You said that's in it's, Paris, it, right? It, no, it's in Paris and in California. Oh, okay. uh, I was going to say, is that in California or is that in... Um, Both. Florida. California's in California Adventure. Yeah, what about Florida? Florida doesn't have it. Paris has it. Paris, France, yeah. I was gonna say, I just want to say, Marvel Land. So Marvel Land with with plans to open in twenty twenty. Well, look where that went. <laughs> Thanks, it, COVID. It Thanks, COVID. Thanks, COVID. It opened in twenty twenty one. Oh, good, good. Okay. Yeah, it's open. They had a spy. I think they added like a Spider Man ride in there. There's little shows showing Doctor so, Strange, Spider Man, cool. Black Panther. Is there any talk about Florida getting it? No. The only talks we're hearing is that Rock and Roller Coaster might be revamped to a goofy movie ride. Gotcha. The what? Rock and Roller Coaster might be revamped to a goofy movie ride. No! Agreed. Wow. No. That's because of the whole Steven Tyler issue. Oh. Uh, what? That's a off-podcast discussion. That's a whole okay. off-podcast discussion right there. All right. Anything, Anything else we need to talk about in 2010? Oh, wait. Disney Plus. Ah, uh, Disney Plus. It's time. It's time to talk about Disney well, Plus. Well, we touched. Wait, 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 hold on. Well, we, we touched on Star Wars. Star Wars came out in the seventies, yes, but Disney bought Lucasfilm in two thousand twelve. Yes. Right. We've talked about Star Wars. We've pretty much said the best summary. Don't watch the sequels. Okay. Exactly. Disney ruined the sequels. Oh my god. Do you want to do you want to touch on Indiana Jones at all? Sure. Or is it or is it twenty twenties? Uh, we can talk quickly about Indiana Jones. I mean, especially since they have an upcoming movie in this summer. I, they have, and they have a Disney Plus show coming out too. Uh, and the Dial of Destiny. I for, my, yeah, go ahead. No, I was gonna say like, as Raiders Raiders of the Lost Ark is my favorite movie of all time. We know. I know. Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like I have. I was been doing this for almost three years. I know by now. Did the actor didn't Harrison Ford play Han Solo? Yes, yes, he did. He did. He, but now he's playing Indy one last time, apparently. And I think it's going to end up being Phoebe Waller's Bridges character being the new Indiana Jones. I, I don't know. Are they going to kill him off? That's going to be the big no. Point. I'm going to make my prediction. I don't gonna, think he's going to get killed, but I think he's going to retire. I feel like he's so going to retire too. If it, if it's going to be the female, if it's going to be the actress who will be indiana jones are they gonna rename it no i don't think so i think she's gonna take the nickname indiana jones probably probably i mean that's my guess too i'm very intrigued crystal skull was a lot down bill and i talked about it before we're not going to go into it but uh this is uh i'm very intrigued and seeing harrison ford one last time as the character so let's when is this happening this comes out June 30th, 2023. So th- this year it comes out. Very, very, very curious. I'm more curious than excited at the moment. I'm more curious about it. So, mm-hmm. but yeah. And because di- when, when Disney bought Lucasfilm in 2012, they, they said we're going to have not yeah. just new Star Wars movies, we're going to have new Indiana Jones movies. <coughs> so, 
And speaking of that, now we get to the acquisition of Fox. And then we talk <laughs> to Disney Plus. Yes. Uh, so, Disney. AKA, Disney buys The Simpsons, and you know, nothing happens. Disney buys everything meme. I like that. Just end it. For the love of Christ, just end The Simpsons. I know. What? Let's be real. The thing's been going on. I like the shorts they do on Disney. Sorry, no, no, okay. I-, I was having a coffee fit. What? I said, just, yeah. I think it's time for the Simpsons to end. Yes, I agree with that statement. So, SpongeBob needs to die. Oh my God. That, that's Paramount. That's a whole other studio. But, anyways, um, Disney. <laughs> Another time we'll talk about Paramount. Is it okay if I go first here, really quick? Yes. Go right ahead. So, Disney bought Fox in 2019, I want to say. It was like a, like, like a huge process because they're like, well, Disney's going to own like two thirds of the Hollywood studio lot basically and they're going to make more and they're, 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 the government the government stepped in and said hey you might be a monopoly and apparently they let the whole thing grew, whole thing go through which is nuts but when you really break down and think about it Disney now has access to the alien films the Planet of the Apes movies Disney Avatar. owns Simpsons Avatar they Avatar. own X-Men and Deadpool they own all of the other Marvel characters they own Fantastic Four they own X-Men I- Hopefully, we get the R-rated Deadpool movie soon. Well, Deadpool, <laughs> Deadpool three is in Deadpool three is in uh, the MCU phase six. Double checking. Yeah, seriously. I'm just double checking. Avatar with the blue people, right? Yeah, yeah. no, no, no yeah. not well, no, Last Airbender is a property. That's okay. Nickelodeon. Avatar. And you guys, you've heard about Avatar two? Check out the year one review video to see to hear all about it. It was boring. Oh my god! Three hours, people. Three it was boring hours. as hell. I I don't know what would be worse: three hours watching Navi people in the sea, or a four-hour movie about a boat sinking. The only thing that I liked about the, the new Avatar movie was the um, was the fact the visual effects were unreally incredible. They were awesome, uh, but the story lacked a lot. I, mean, I will say that, but that's, that's besides the point, though. Right. Um, Disney bought Fox. They own Avatar. They own Planet of the Apes. They own the Alien franchise. They own the Predator franchise. They own the X Files now. Disney oh, owns a, a lot of properties under the Fox banner, including I think what's um like um even like the the, the classic Fox movies like like the Grapes of Wrath, they, all that stuff. They own a lot of the rights to that stuff too because they bought Fox. That being said. Disney can do what they want with and also that that's why we got the prey movie on Hulu because it's a Disney streaming service that Disney you know wanted to make a, a predator movie and the prey movie came out and they put it on Hulu yeah. immediately that's what smart that, move though to put it on Hulu versus their streaming service oh no, no and which which still which still is, is incredible to this day the fact that they put Daredevil Jessica Jones Iron Fist and Luke Cage all on from Netflix on Disney plus yes. Those are and we do get Daredevil great. in the MCU now. Yes, in No Way Home. So happy about that. And speaking of that, Disney Plus, yeah, I think it? we all have to talk about Disney Plus. I I completely agree, but yeah, it's I just time. I I remember when the when the talks were first going through about this, I was like, that's not unreal, what they're doing. But yeah, but they, they want to compete against Netflix and Hulu at the time. And they have the catalog to do it now, so. I mean, when it first started, I think we we paid yearly. It's like $70. Now I think it's like $80 for a whole year. Yeah, I can shed more light on this too if you want. Yeah. For Disney Plus. You, you want me to go first? Yeah, go. 
All right, so Disney Plus launched, and Disney was made an announcement in 2019, I think at D23, I want to say. They made an announcement in D23 saying, hey, we're, our properties are leaving the Netflix streaming service. We're, we all are we're retracting all of our licenses, and we're going to make our own streaming service called Disney Plus. And it came out in 2020. As no, it came out November 2019 because I remember when Mandalorian came out. Sorry, thank you. And the first show was Mandalorian, which came out. And the, but and it launched no, a good show. Please watch it. My recommendations. Yes, Man- Mando is a great show. But if you if you watch no, Disney Plus currently is at I think it started out at six ninety nine for the basic package. If I'm not mistaken, I think it's at like seven ninety nine yeah. or seven. Well, one of the two. No, it was five ninety nine. Yes, for the basic with ads. No, 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 without ads. It was just started. No, out. it's five ninety nine a month, or you pay like seventy dollars for a whole year. Yes, I'm, I'm talking about the monthly fee though. Like if you pay for it every month. Yeah. Um, but during COVID, during 2020, a lot of people said, well, a lot of the parents were like, and this is my own interpretation of this. The parents were like, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to have, um, well, our, kids, our kids can't go to school. Let them watch TV. Let's have them watch Disney Plus. Let's have them watch, you know, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse or whatever, like all the princess movies, whatever, whatever on Disney Plus. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, by the end of 2020, in the in the early days of 2021, they actually passed 77 million subscribers worldwide. Because everybody was home watching TV when everybody was quarantined. But there's only seven billion people, eight about eight billion people in the world, though. Yeah, and they're and, and they have different markets too. They're trying to go after different markets with Disney Plus now, but they're trying to keep it under one banner, if you know what I mean. So, right. I follow I follow this kind of news all the time. Nerd. Nah, I'm scared. Yeah, shut up, Joe. I, mean, I forgot my national. You're not Joe. You're Bill. I'm thinking the wrong person. Sorry, Bill. We love you. <laughs> I love you too, buddy. And I mean that, you know, in, in the straightest way possible. It's okay. Um, I have no shame in saying that. Um, but anyways, seriously though, if you think about it, Disney Plus has taken a couple of hits recently. I think it was in 2022. They said that there's going to be parental controls for Daredevil. As I just said, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, Luke Cage. And Agents of Shield, and what's the other one? Agent Carter. Yeah, those all those shows are going to be under Disney Plus now, so you can watch them on there. And if I'm being brutally honest, which I always will be with all of our listeners, if you pay the $10.99 a month or like $9.99, whatever it is for Disney Plus, think about all the content you get for 10 bucks a month. You can literally just if you just have the one service, it's a lot of content. For one payment of $10 a month or maybe it went up to $10.99. I the last I heard, yes. And they're doing an ad price tier for $3.99 a month. Oh no. Yeah. Because 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 a lot of the a lot of the um the studio executives were like, hey, streaming can't be the golden egg that we thought it was. We have to have the theater involvement too. Because the theaters are gonna run with movies and stuff like that stuff for a while. But if you think about it, Disney's gonna put their movies out on theaters first, then it's gonna go to Disney Plus. That's Within six to eight weeks, except for some streaming premieres. Like, for example, Pixar yeah. did a couple of their Disney movies that they wanted to put in theaters on streaming, such as Soul. Onward, um, when it first came out, they ended up putting it on streaming because of the pandemic. And Turning, Turning Red, Red, right? Red and yeah. Luca, yeah. all on Disney+. Plus. I remember that, actually. I remember that when they were first saying that that's, those are going to go on there. So it was, it's very, and, I, and for those of you like saying, well, how does he know so much about streaming? I'm going to say this once. I'm going to say it again. John Campia, I love you. You are my inspiration for doing this. Thank you so much. I'm taking some, I'm stealing a little bit of your thunder. Yes, but your show is incredible and you do a ton of streaming news. I love it. Thank you so much. Anyways. Yeah. You're out, folks. John Campia. 
Yeah, is there anything Pinocchio. else to talk about with Disney Plus? I mean, I'll, honestly, there's a lot of good shows. To I mean, watch. I, I find it interesting that like they're gonna do. Um, like, but the th- the thing that intrigued me was that the fact that they're gonna put the Disney Plus, the Marvel shows that are basically R and X rated shows, R and X rated shows on Disney Plus. They have to have parental controls for that. Yes, because that's because mm-hmm. I've noticed when you go in, they have they require your password. Yeah. Yeah, they. I don't know if they would do X-rated shows on Disney Plus. No, 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 no. M-A. M-A, because it's like Jessica Jones and Luke Cage. Oh, M-A. M-A, sorry. I was thinking of X-rated for some reason. I'm sorry. I don't think Disney would go X-rated, folks. Disney's going X-games rated here. That's another story. That's a whole different Disney for you. right back after these important messages. Exactly. No, but I, I, I pay for I pay for Disney Plus. I have it actually on my own TV. Actually, I get I have the ESPN and Hulu bundle because I pay for it with through my cell phone bill, which is pretty cool. I have all that under one umbrella, so I get to get the sports Hulu and Disney Plus for like ten bucks a month. Oh, you got the bundle. I got the book because I pay for it through my cell phone plan. I probably shouldn't say that on air, but I don't really give a crap. So, Uh, Verizon together. Yeah, I got the Verizon plan. Yeah. So, anyway, I, I know I went off on a tangent. I know I really don't go off on tangents. Okay. But so that's yeah, that's my, my job. That's Bill's job. My job too. Sometimes. Yeah. So, uh, any true, guys, other true. Disney Plus things or? There's only one thing to talk about in 2020, and I know we said we can't, we don't talk about it. Oh. I think we. I mean, I wish we could talk more about Disney Channel, but honestly, that could be its own yeah. thing. Can I just say one thing too? Yeah. Hamilton the Musical is on Disney Plus. It is. It's yes. not a Disney um, musical, though. And Mulan Miranda. I know. I know. He is a musical genius. Yeah, he's a fantastic. He probably offered. He probably got a deal to put it on Disney Plus. That's probably why. But Hamilton, Hamilton the Musical, is by far one of the. And I've seen a lot of musicals. I've seen Matilda. I've seen. Um, Rock of Ages. Rock of Ages, thank you. You're welcome. Um, I've seen a lot of musicals. I can't remember. I've seen Shrek the Musical. But Hamilton the Musical is an awesome, awesome, awesome musical. If you have not seen it yet, I highly recommend seeing it. It is like three hours long, but it is worth it. And it's with the original cast, too. And I've seen it on Broadway as well. Jarek. I second that. It was a graduation gift from a friend, okay? Okay, I rescind that. Are we good? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so... Now we don't talk about Bruno, but we're going to talk about Encanto. A.K. probably one of Disney's strongest movies in the 2020s as of today, April 13, 2023. Also Lin-Manuel Miranda as well. Yes. We don't talk about you. You want to? I mean, I love Lin-Manuel Miranda did Moana, which is another good movie. Yes. I think probably. I saw Moana. Moana in theaters. It was fantastic. I really did like Moana. Lin-Manuel Miranda. He's actually co-writing, he's co-writing songs to the new Little Mermaid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's and, like David and, Allen. And, Come on, can we write an original song? I really want to get the, get an Oscar. And and he also has, has redone the theme song for um, Magic School Bus, too. Yeah. Let's just say Disney having Lin-Manuel Miranda, this is his era. Oh, yeah. I'm going to make a bold prediction. This is going to be his era for the next You know what? Time. I could agree with you because 
you know, the 60s and some of the 70s with the Sherman Brothers, 80s, 90s, and some of the 2000s was Alan Menken. I think Lin-Manuel Miranda yeah, is. I agree with that. Yeah. And I, I know. have a story about, um, about Encanto. I've never really watched the whole thing from beginning to end, but my cousin, if my cousin Brian is watching, shout out to you. Um, my cousin Brian has a three-year-old daughter, and she is obsessed with Encanto. Well, it wouldn't be. And I, I remember when I saw him at a family gathering, we were chatting, and he's like, oh my God, all <laughs> she does is watch that. And that whole song, we don't talk about Bruno. They spend the whole song talking about him. Yeah. The thing is, um, this is what my friends say. We don't talk about Bruno, but we can sing about him. Oh, like, okay, that's a good point. Um, this song, No Surface Pressure, that Lisa sings, um, Mm-hmm. It, the which is very no it's this second song? she's a strong one she's the yeah, middle one she that song resonates with me a lot like I'm not gonna go into full like detail about it but I am an older sibling I I'm the middle child depending on how you look at it either my mom's or my mom's side of the family or my dad's and no matter what happens, it, it's rough. I, but I completely resonate with that song. It's a really good song. All these songs are fantastic. But Service Special is one of the best songs in the movie. I could definitely agree. I definitely feel like when you hear that, you definitely get the Lin Manuel Miranda thing. Oh, definitely. And a fun fact he wrote this song based on his sister. Really? That's interesting. He has an older, older or young? Older. Older. Oh, and if you have not seen Encanto, which I'm pretty sure a lot of you have if you're watching, Encanto is about Maribel, uh, who does not have a gift. And Antonio, who's the youngest, what is it, age five? Five. He just got his gift, which is just got his gift. And the grandmother, Abuela, um, is not happy that Mirabelle did not get a gift when she turned five. Um, so she didn't get a door and whatever. And this whole movie is pretty- huh? Does get a door in the end. Yes, it I was getting to that. Um, so pretty much Mirabelle goes through the movie trying to figure out her place in the family because in the beginning you see that she doesn't get a door when she was five, but at the end, like Allison said she does does get a door when they fixed up the house because Casita had fallen apart because the magic had fallen apart. Um, she ends up getting a door, which is the very front door of the house. I think the reason why is they say rumors was Mirabelle is the candle holder. She's the next one. Yeah, and and it's true. She is the next one. She she is the next candle holder of the magic of Casita. So. I really want an Encanto 2 now. <laughs> I don't think Encanto 2. I love to see the series before I would see Encanto 2. Huh? An Encanto series on Disney Plus before Encanto uh, yes. 2. Okay, that'd be cool. So this is future predictions. I think we could do another video about future predictions of Disney mm-hmm. in the future. Yeah. But honestly, I think there's a lot. As, as they say... And Carousel Progress, there is a great, great bitter, right, beautiful yeah, tomorrow shining at the end of every day. And it's just a dream away. All right. 
Anything else to talk about? Because I got a few questions I'd like to ask all you lovely folks. I got a few minutes. Okay, I'll make this quick. It is time for the lightning round. I wish it was like a giant lightning bolt just to make it look cool, but... All right, let's go. Okay, what's everyone's favorite Disney song? Actually, yeah, should we do song or just Disney movie in general? No, let's just do Disney movie in general. What's everybody's favorite Disney movies in general? No particular order. Encanto. Okay. Moana. What? Moana. Oh, yeah, Moana's good, too. John? You can pick multiple, too. John says Toy Story. Our fearless leader, JT? Cars 3, baby. Cars 3. What about you, Bill? Good question. To me, it's a toss-up. Between? Lion King and Hunchback of Notre Dame. Of course you always say Hunchback. Those are great movies. That is a... Hunchback, I'm sad we didn't get to, we didn't talk about the Renaissance because like you said, we could probably there, that's its own video. I think we could do in the future. JT, you better write this down. Disney Hunchback of Notre Dame is getting a live action movie with Josh Gad. Gad. Josh Gad is going to be playing um Quasi. Quasimodo. Yeah. Um the actress who plays um why well, can't remember her role. Esmeralda. As, why? Yes, but I can't remember who it is. Who's going to play Frollo? Uh, we'll find out when the time comes. Yes. Yeah. You know who I think would be a good Frollo? Ian, McCall- Ian McCallan. It would be. I wonder if they're going to do it more based off the animated film or more based off the book. Only time will tell. Only time will tell. Okay. Oh, uh, Demi Moore is Esmeralda. In the so, animated. Hold on. They didn't announce who's playing Esmeralda Yes, he yet. did. Yes, he did. Oh. Okay. Hold on. Oh, hold on. I actually... They didn't. Hold on. Okay, so it's Chris Evans, Pete Capaldi, Emilda Stoughton, Kelsey Grammer. Okay, Jack Emilda Stoughton's probably going to be Esmeralda. Yeah. Kelsey Grammer, Jack Black. Yeah, oh, Kelsey Grammer's going to be Paulo. And Sacha Baron Cohen and, um, oh, no, Gal Gadot. Gal Gal Gadot. I'll take that. Esmeralda. Sideshow Bob's gonna be killing people and hunchback. Dr. Fraser yeah. Crane is in there. You know, I could see I could actually see Kelsey Grammer as as for a while. I can see that. All right. I think Fraser as what? No way. He's playing the villain, Judge Crane. I can see Sideshow Bob. Nice. Nice. It's not happening. What? So Josh Gad reveals truth about Hunchback poster. Josh went back and changed the caption of his post later on and explained that the live-action film poster was fan-made but and not legitimate. But not yet. Not official. Not yet. But it is in the works, though. All right. I feel like, you know what, Disney? Happy 100. Happy 100. Happy century. Yes. Yes. 
Here's to a hundred more there, Disney. Here's, Here's to a hundred more years, Disney. We won't be alive for a hundred more. No. <laughs> no, we won't. We won't see Maybe it, 50 of those hundred, but. 150, maybe not 200. We'll have maybe. to see. Time will tell. All right. So that it? Well, I guess that's it, right, guys? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, we want to thank you all for watching, listening, however you enjoyed us tonight. Um, I want to thank, first off, Bill. Every single week, Bill comes out of the cage and just does a plow to it. Thank you, Bill, as always. It is always a pleasure to be here with all you lovely folks. Yes, yes, yes. I want to thank Allie for coming on as well to talk about this amazing topic as well. Thank you so much. And I want to thank John and Jess, of course, for coming on and just at the last possible minute and be like, can we do this? I said, you got it. No, nope, <laughs> thank you. She were, as soon as we, t- we were going to post this, she was going to be like, yeah, I need to go on. I need to be on this. I'm like, sorry. Okay. I love Disney. I wanted to be on tonight. Okay. And of course, and thank you for having us as always. Always a pleasure. Of course, any, anytime, you know, you, you can come on anytime you like, you know that. Just make um, sure you the topic a little more ahead of time. <laughs> okay. This was pretty much two hours before, a few hours before we started. Yeah, we we, we pick it about like so, literally like hours before, and we'll just yeah, we 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 bet uh That's yeah, and I'm gonna take a partial responsibility that I bet indecisive, so I'm gonna take responsibility on that one. That's all good. It's all good. Yes. Um. The next week. But, but yeah, we're we're looking, looking forward to our show next week. We're we're kind of figuring out the topic. We're not gonna reveal it quite yet, though. But uh, well, yeah. We'll and then to- in uh two weeks, we're, we're gonna keep this a little um DL. We are gonna have uh something good in two weeks. We're not gonna tell yes, you. There is something special coming up in the two next weeks. two weeks. But we're not gonna tell you. We're not gonna tell you what it is. But you just gotta keep tuning in until we next. Gotta, week. We're just gonna keep you in suspense. And I I can't believe we're gonna be doing that coming up. I we can't, can't even tell our co-hosts doing that either. But that you is, know what? Yeah. But we're gonna keep it's you nice. in suspense. You know why? Why? Why are we keeping them in suspense, JT? Because we can. Because we can. Because we can. Exactly. Right. Who are they? Anyways, I digress. Uh, we want to thank you all for watching, listening, however you enjoyed us tonight. Thanks so much for tuning in, of course. And if you haven't already, follow us on our podcast format and Spotify podcast as well. And if you haven't already, subscribe to us on YouTube as well. We do this every well. This tonight, today's Thursday. We do this every week. Uh, every week we do it on Hopefully Wednesday. Hopefully next and- week we'll go back to Wednesdays. We're gonna go back to Wednesday. No worries. I promise. Um, but yeah, I, I want to thank you all for watching, listening, however you enjoyed us. And uh, for all of us here at the Super Show, don't forget to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and follow us on our Instagram page as well. And don't forget, be- check out the Sports Insanity podcast on the Sports Insanity Network. You, you knew that was coming at some point. I have you, to you, shamelessly you, plug my work. Yes, you did. And, uh, and by the way, we, we, Bill, we've read from the get-go that we are the we the best podcast. Baby. We the best podcast the that best DJ Khaled is still not the best music. He sucks. Anyways, I guess we got we to go. We're going to wrap this thing up. Thanks so much for watching. You guys are great. Tune in yeah, next week. 